Hello, Bettys. Welcome to the show. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to let you know that we have such an epic list of guests coming up in March. We are talking about menopause. We're talking about autoimmunity. We're talking about muscle building. We're talking about recovery practices. And I don't want you to miss any of it. Even if you are listening to the podcast, you may not necessarily be subscribed. So you're going to have to manually go into your podcast app and press play. I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so that you are getting the podcast as they are released. It's going to make me oh so happy to know that you are a subscriber of the pod. You are officially a Betty in the Bettyverse. And of course, you are never going to miss an episode and be the first to know when it drops. Thank you so much. Welcome to Betty Bites, a decidedly delicious, short and sweet mind snack for your brain to chew on. I've gone back into the Betty library and pulled out my favorite Betty sound bites, a recipe you might say. It's bits of wisdom, sprinkles of knowledge, and a dash of dry humor for you to do and be better. I am a huge fan of the Bio Optimizers Magnesium Breakthrough. It has seven forms of magnesium, which is going to help to transform your stress and your performance and your recovery and your sleep to the next level. I'm often asked like, well, what are the types of magnesium we should be looking for? So there's magnesium chelate and citrate and bisglycinate and malate, sucrosomial, taurate and orotate. They have various effects on the body. Bisglycinate, probably the most bioavailable and most absorbable. Malate, it's found naturally in fruits, helps with migraines. Chronic pain has been shown to help improve depression. Magnesium citrate uh, helps with arterial stiffness. It helps with maintaining a healthy weight. Magnesium chelate is important for muscle building, recovering health, the list goes on and on. You're basically getting them all in one supplement. Each supplement itself is 500 milligrams of magnesium, which I feel is such a great dosage as a great baseline for most women. I have found a beautiful medium of actually cycling my magnesium. So I actually will take one or two of these. So I'm either getting 500 milligrams or up to a gram of magnesium, depending on where I am in my cycle. So head on over to biooptimizers.com forward slash better and use code better for 10% off of any order, but make sure that the magnesium breakthrough is in your cart. Don't be fooled by the frigid temperatures. Keeping hydrated in the wintertime is super important. In colder temperatures, we sweat more due to a higher metabolic demand of trying to maintain a core body temperature. We lose more fluids and electrolytes through our urine. We lose more water through respiration and just general breathing. And our skin dries out in the wintertime as well. We are a ski family, and over this winter, we have been using Elementee's Chocolate Medley. The chocolate chai is absolutely incredible with some boiling water, a splash of milk. And my kids love the chocolate mint with some hot water. This is our apres-ski. We cozy up with Element Hot After Hours on our cross-country trails. Now, for a limited time, you too can get the Element Tea Chocolate Medley and enjoy them hot as I have been doing with this exclusive insider bundle for you. When you buy three boxes of any flavor, it doesn't have to be the chocolate, it can be any of the flavors that they offer, you are going to get the fourth box free. If you head over to drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Estima, you'll see that exclusive offer at the bottom of the page. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash D-R-E-S-T-I-M-A. And tell me which of the chocolate melody you love the best. 
And one of the things that I felt as I was reading the book was that these women had this natural curiosity. And despite the time, you know, it's, it's set in the 1940s where, the, where we first uh, meet the characters or maybe late 30s. But they had this in like this insane curiosity about it, but they also gave themselves the permission to explore it and figure out, you know, the things that they liked sexually um, and then kind of going after that. So it was almost um, it was almost uh, like predatory in a way. It was almost like, you know what, I'm just going to go after this. Thank you for using that word. Yeah. Yeah. That's and I thank you for using that word. (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, it, that's what it felt like to me. And there was a scene. Oh my gosh, I was I was literally laughing. Like I was giggling to myself in a coffee shop. I I felt ridiculous. But it was the the, the showgirls were discussing what they thought uh, virginity, like staying a virgin, meant. And it was hilarious to me because it's literally the opposite of everything <laughs> I've ever heard. It's like you know, men want they want the virgin. They want the you know, that's what they prefer. And these girls were categorically, you know, striking everything down. And I love that because to your point, when you talk about, you know, I've grew up watching these after school specials where the girl makes one mistake, she gets pregnant and now she can't ever, you know, graduate from high school or her life is over. And these girls had the complete opposite uh, opinion around that. And I just, wanted to thank you for that because I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Like when you know yourself better and you know what you like in bed, you're actually better in bed. You're not just like a limp, you know, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. I I liked it when one of the, one of the showgirls says like when my character loses their virginity and she says, I can't believe I lost my virginity today. And her friend, the showgirl says, you'll never miss it. And, (laughs) and and she says, you you know, she was right. Like, I've never missed it. I've never wanted it back, you know? Um, and, and I think there's a, there's a novel I was reading recently. I can, I'm sorry, I can't remember where it was because I'm always reading six things at the same time that just said, sometimes the loss of innocence is such a relief. Um, right. That you're, that, because sometimes you're simply better off without it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because innocence is very dangerous in a way. Um, and, and I'm very glad that you used the word predator because one of the things I wanted to do with this book was to write a story about young women who are more predator than they are prey. Um, And it doesn't mean that, 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 and that kind of girl has always existed, by the way, you know, um, a hundred percent. And she's that kind of girl moved to New York city in 1930 and she moved to New York city in 1960 and she moved to New York city in 1980 and she moved to New York city yesterday. Um, And, and it's the girl who's taken a calculus of the world um, seen what she's, what she looks like, and figured out how to use it as currency, essentially, um, and uh, that's who Vivian falls in with, and 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 it's also just about learning the limits of what you can do with that, um, because she has a very good old time with it until she realizes that you can actually harm people with that. Um, I am incredibly bullish on sauna as a therapy for recovery, heart health and overall aging well. I personally decided on an infrared sauna from Sunlighten because of the range of far wavelengths and near-infrared wavelengths that it offers. Saunas help with detoxification and rejuvenation to rid your body of toxins. It helps with heart health by improving circulation, reducing blood pressure, and helping keep the arteries supple. It helps with muscle recovery by easing the tension and soreness to recover faster, and of course, stress reduction. With the warmth and the relaxation of sitting in a sauna, It's crucial for hormonal balance and achieving a state of well-being necessary for a strong physique and a strong mind. 
if you visit sunlighten.com slash better and use code better to get a discount. That is sunlighten, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N.com slash B-E-T-T-E-R and use code better at checkout. And the book is less about her getting harmed than it is about her realizing that she can cause harm. Um, and, and that's a maturing lesson for her as well. Right. So yeah, it's, like, it's a slightly different book about sexuality than what I think is the typical. <laughs> and when we talk, I was watching your uh, interview with uh, Marie Forleo and you both had caught into a discussion around you know, the Me Too movement and consent and how that contrasts with sexual desire. I would love if you can uh, just for a moment describe uh, or explain to the listener, you know, what the difference is here and why that's so important because we live in this, you know, maybe it's a post Me Too era, but um, I, I love that this book was written now because we have, you know, lawmakers and all things, you know, in the States were taking away women's health rights. And I think that this is such a poignant book around, you know, you can make, um, you know, I think your tagline is you can be, you don't need to be a good girl to be a good person, right? And you can learn from your, your mistakes. So maybe you can take a moment to explain the difference in your opinion, yeah. consent and, and desire. Yeah, I, I, I ended up interestingly and accidentally writing this book right at the peak of Me Too fever. Um, yeah. uh, and it was a really interesting moment to be writing a book about female sexual desire. A couple things. One is that um, I didn't want to infuse my book with any of the progressive, woke values of this particular moment in history because it would have made it false historically. Um, the kind of There were women in the 1940s who were talking the same way that progressive, woke people today are talking about um, female sexual justice, but they would have been a very rarefied group of small proto-feminist academics these were uneducated showgirls. They would not have been able to have that language and, or, or that understanding. And so I just yeah. had to be very careful to keep the modern tone out of the book and let them be who they would have actually been. Um, the second thing I want to say is that I'm a, a huge supporter of the Me Too movement. It's a long overdue expression of female rage. And what I'm about to say is not a contrast to the Me Too movement. It's just me wanting to add a caution that we not forget that the beginning and the end of the conversation about female sexuality doesn't begin and end with merely consent. Right. Um, consent is, of course, the most important piece of it, but there's also such a thing as female desire. And, um, and if we focus only entirely on the question of consent, there could be a misunderstanding about female sexuality, which says that the women are, are passive creatures waiting for a man to come and ask for something that they either decide to give to him or not. And mm -hmm. that is not my experience with my own female sexuality. It's not the experience of a lot of people that I know. Um, there is Female sexual desire is a dark, and I don't mean sinful, I mean primal. primal. Um, That's a deep great word. Primal. Mm -hmm. um, it is yeah. a deep, biological, complex, messy, ungovernable force and women themselves often don't know how to control or handle their own sexual desire. I certainly have been in situations where I don't know what to do with it. Um, the world has never really known what to do with it. The world has always tried to legislate it, um, right. control it, right. suffocate it because it makes everybody uncomfortable. I think it even makes a lot of women uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and yet, uh, efforts at governing it are futile um, because it is a massively powerful force that often governs us. And so I wanted to discuss that about the moments in a woman's life where she looks across a room, sees something that she wants and goes and on the hunt for it, you know, um, in a very deliberate way. And, and also to show how women can 
can misuse their sexual power um, and, uh, and and behave very poorly around it. Um, and and I and I don't want that to be lost in the conversation either. All right, Bettys, if you found that that little snippet whet your appetite and you are looking for more, you can go to our show notes for this episode. And in the show notes, we will have a link for you to click on and it will bring you to the full, robust, juicy conversation. <laughs>